0: Welcome to Sexology, a podcast that untangles the science of sex and pleasure. And now, with this week's episode, your host, clinical psychologist, Dr. Nazanin Mo'ali. Hello there. Welcome to episode 202 of Sexology Podcasts. I'm your host, Dr. Nazanin Mo'ali. This is our first episode in the month of November, also known as Movember. Definitely a fun month if you're into men with facial hair because this month known as No Shave November. I love this fun and silly aspect of this cause, but as many of you know that the main focus of this month is spread awareness about men's health issues. And since this podcast is dedicated to science, substance, and pleasure, we're going to focus on male sexuality the entire month. In the month of August, we released a mini series on men's sexuality. And I got so many questions that I feel it wasn't addressed then, because as you know, that I pre-record this episode. And by the time I got the questions, it's already we were into the next series. That's why I wanted to dedicate the next four episodes and answering some of the questions that you guys have sent me. I thought it's the best if we're starting the first part of series as an overview of men's sexual challenges. Next week, we have a urologist that tells us about physiological and biological challenges that some men are facing when it comes to their sexuality. After that, we have one of the world-renowned sex therapists teaching us on psychological component of sex for men. And lastly, we have a, another wonderful coach to teach us about how you can master the art of dating. So definitely stay tuned and make sure you are listening to our series this month. Today, our guest is Jeff Abraham, he 's a CEO of Promescent Promescent sponsored the entire month but that 's not the reason I have Jeff on the show in preparation to see if we 're a good match for for doing this collaboration. I had him on our i had this conversation with him a couple of weeks ago, and we we were on this call for hours because I could truly feel, first of all, his wealth of knowledge and also his passion about educating people about sexual wellness like we were talking again for hours and I was like, I gotta have him in this show because what's interesting about Jeff is he's in the forefront of talking to people about their sexual challenges. He mans the chat of the company. He does so many different ways to make sure that he is in tune with some of the challenges that people are having. The company was developed by him and his friend who was a urologist who passed away since then. And uh, he tells us about their product and also what are other options in the market when it comes to delaying ejaculation. We're also going to talk about what you can do to make sure you are addressing your erectile challenges with your partner. We're going to talk about communication, Kegel exercises, all sorts of things. Anyhow, as I mentioned, they sponsored this month. Promescent is the company that has tons of different product they have Delayed Spray, which is a number one delay spray in North America that has undergone an IRB clinical study. So it's completely research based. They have Vitov Blocks, which is a supplement that helps you with issues around libido. And they also have all sorts of lubricant. Jeff will talk about how we can use a delay spray and some of the pros and cons of using that product. Definitely check out their website their website is promescent.com and if you are interested in their product make sure you're using our code sexology15 and you will get 15 percent off of their product it's a free shipping an order over ten dollars and also they offer a 60-day money-back guarantee without further ado here's my conversation with jeff abraham Hello, and welcome to another episode of Sexology Podcast. I am so excited and looking forward to this conversation with Jeff Abraham. Jeff, welcome to our show.
1: Delighted to be here.
0: You know, this is our second date, actually. Last Friday, we talked about uh, men's wellness and health for over an hour. And I'm so excited to have you being part of this conversation because as our listeners know that this is uh, during the month of November, we're focusing on men's health. And I think sexual wellness is such a big part of one's health. And uh, sometimes when I see clients as psychologists that they are struggling with low self-esteem, they have so homicidality, all of those negative thoughts, when they are feeling better about their sexuality, their moods improve significantly. And I know we were talking about last week that how you are in front forefront of answering people's question. You were making a, <laughs> this uh, interesting comment that sometimes you even answer the chat at the company. So tell us what are some of the questions that men have about their sexuality when you're having these conversations with them?
1: It's really interesting because I remember when I first took over the company, this was in uh, June of 2011, I had seen a study that was based in Cosmopolitan magazine, and I think it's probably obviously still today because nothing has changed that much. And they asked a hundred women, you know, what was the the biggest factor you could do that would increase your pleasure from intimacy? And I think 74% of women said a longer lasting intercourse, longer lasting sex. So they asked 100 men, you know, what is the one thing you could do to increase your satisfaction level? And literally, I think 80% of men said having a bigger penis. But it shows that disconnect between Mm -hmm. what men think women want and what women actually want. So you mentioned that I manned the chat feature on our site, and I do. People go, you don't have anyone to do that? I go, oh, yeah, we have people to do that. But it's important for me to be in touch with our customer base. Number one, to find out their satisfaction level with our products, to find out how they find us. We've expanded our product lines, and I want to talk to them. But with a lot of men, the question comes up and they won't say this in front of anyone else. In some cases, even in front of their partner, their wife or their girlfriend. How can I last longer? That is the number one question that men will ask when you get them privately or anonymously where they don't have to identify themselves. That's certainly what they could do on an interactive chat feature that they're very well aware that, you know, that is something and I I say this to people because I've talked to enough people now, and there are people that use our product regularly that love it will say, I didn't think I even had a need because I lasted long enough for my partner to climax. But I was very well aware for the last minute, the last two minutes, I was like walking on eggshells. I was thinking, oh my God, I hope it doesn't get on top. Oh my God, I hope it doesn't go reverse calcary. You know, and I'm thinking of baseball scores. I'm thinking of, you know, my grandmother. I'm thinking of anything to take my mind off it. And that really is the crux of the issue, because quality good intimacy should be about literally letting go and experiencing pleasure and having a sense of abandon where you're just feeling all these different sensations. Anxiety should never be mixed in with intimacy, because anxiety takes away from pleasure. Anxiety doesn't allow you to really fulfill, you know, your desires. So with a lot of men, it is, how can I last longer? and still feel things. I don't want to be numb. I want to still feel things, but I want to last longer for both myself and my partner. Also, we hear a lot about firmness of erection and size of men's penis. And I always tell people that, number one, there are men in great relationships that satisfy their partners and have all size of penises. So, get off of that focus. Whatever you have, you were born with and you're going to die with, okay? So, Make the best out of what you have and quit agonizing because then that's going to take away and give you mental issues with it. There are things that can enhance the firmness of an erection in case you have something, you know, but even with age, there's a lot of men who don't have ED but they get in their 50s, 60s, they're just not as firm or rigid as they were when they were younger. So there's certain supplements you can take. Certainly, even if you don't have complete ED, a small dose of Viagra or something like that will help you have additional firmness or, you know, a higher quality erection. So those are the questions that mainly come up from men. Number one, without question, is how can I last longer? Number two is penis size. Number three is the rigidity or firmness of the erection that they do have.
0: Well, it's funny that you mentioned how to last longer because I, like a few months ago, I had an episode specifically with that title, How to Last Longer in Bed, one of the most downloaded episodes ever. <laughs> and I've been doing this for three and a half years, like covering all sorts of questions. But it kind of makes sense that that's something that's in people's mind and they want to make sure that they they have tools and a strategy to address it. And I love that you were talking about kind of being more connected during sex because many of my male clients that that's all they're thinking. Like as soon as they get an erection, they worry. Oh, I lose it. What should I do? Is this okay? And the conflict at times I hear they have with their partner is their partner feels they're not in the room with them. They're just on their head.
1: We've had a situation that comes up from time to time to where I almost feel like I'm an amateur counselor <laughs> because I'll be talking to somebody and. The next thing you know, I'll say, call me. You know what I mean? Because I want to have this conversation instead of, you know, over chat, they'll call me. Next thing you know, their wife will come in the room and the wife will say to me, I don't feel like he's present. I don't feel like he almost seems like he's distant. And then the guy will admit I'm concentrating so much on not having an an orgasm, on not prematurely or rapidly ejaculating that I can't let go. I can't be present because if I do feel the pleasure, then I'm going to go over that edge, the point of no return. So that's why I tell people, couples, you have to communicate because here you are wanting to please your partner and you're so focused on not feeling the pleasure and not letting go so that you don't ejaculate. And she's basically viewing it as you're not present or not in there with her. So one of the issues is that a lot of men are in a situation that they're very unaware that there's something called the arousal gap that let's step out of the realm of premature ejaculation or rapid ejaculation in the normal healthy adult male a man will last 5 minutes and 42 seconds during penetration or thrusting the average female without foreplay without a warm up period takes 18 to 20 minutes to achieve climax and so a lot of people refer to that as the arousal gap or the orgasm gap. So it's very important that men and women understand that you don't have to have PE, that the, in the average normal relationship, that there is a situation that exists where a man will most likely finish prior to his partner. And I think that's why you see... 18 trillion vibrators in the world, guys stop, start, switch positions, think about baseball scores, you know, I'm the master of cuddling. I'm the master of this, The master of foreplay. So that's why I think a lot of those things are coping mechanisms to bring down that variant so that a woman is much closer to, you know, a complete arousal situation before you start. Because let's face it, ideally, you, it's not always a situation, because certain people can or cannot climax during intercourse. But ideally, a lot of people would love to have simultaneous you know orgasms or climax or at least both during intercourse so don't feel if you're a man that you're the only one suffering from this or you know it's just uniquely you thats have this issue. almost every man, even if it isn't chronic at least periodically, will have episodes where you know, they're not, they're finishing prior to their partner. And, you know, there used to be these old wives tales. If you finish for your partner, it's because you don't care for her, or you don't, you know, you just don't, you're so focused on your own pleasure or you're weak mentally. I mean, not limited to, but including prostatitis, low testosterone, hypersensitivity, the penile nerves, there's four to five physiological reasons why, in addition to that, just normalcy where a man lasts five to six minutes, that there can be other physiological issues. They might be, you know, acute. They might not be chronic, but a man going through about apostatitis will begin to ejaculate more rapidly. So we need to take this stigma away. We need to take away this feeling like, oh my God, there's something wrong with me. I'm weak when mentally I don't want to satisfy my partner. Trust me, the people that we talk to that have the condition suffer from this, there is nothing they want more than to satisfy their partner. And like you said, some cases it's shame, it's guilt. And there are people that I talk to that literally have stopped dating and or if they're married, they stop being intimate because they they just get so disappointed and they're just so uptight about Feeling like they're less than. And when you said before that a person, if they're having good quality, intimate relationships with their partner, they feel better about life in general. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the reasons I talk to people. That's one of the reasons I want to understand so that we can, with our advertising, with our marketing, we can touch on these things and what apprehensions people have and what keeps them from seeking help
0: absolutely and you know what i love that you were talking about is becomes when it's an ongoing issue then people avoid having sexual experiences yes. and then they kind of shy away and the relationship gets impacted and at times our partner thinks we're not finding them desirable so all of those things can add secondary problem in the relationship yes. as you mentioned that i think the key is to have a communication with your partner her talking about what she wants or if, if you are in a hetero Sexual relationship, how is the quality of the sex that you guys are having together? And what is the kind of missing piece? If the partner wants more intercourse, as you mentioned, we have all have our own genes and health and some challenges at times. Sometimes there are things we can enhance and sometimes we can add tools in our toolbox to kind of make sure that we are closing that gap. But I think communication is really important. Psychoeducation is very, very important because, as you said, many people think I'm broken. And there's nothing I can do. I'm not meant to have good sexual experiences, which it breaks my heart because I truly believe anyone would want to have a satisfying sex life in this Asian time. It's completely possible. So tell us about what are the, some of the solutions when you're talking to this man, when they're struggling with premature early ejaculation? What are some of the options available to them?
1: There's a number of options. Uh, In the early times before pharmacology got involved, people did Kegel exercises, strengthening your Kegel muscles, and that will allow you to have more control. It will allow you to last a little bit longer. When I first got involved with this company, I didn't know what a Kegel was. I didn't know, you know, even the the muscles. So obviously, I want to do everything. So I did strengthen. It gave me a more intense climax on top of everything else, having the strengthening of the Kegel muscles. So, but I will tell you that if you have, you know, fairly significant PE, it's really not going to help your PE. Okay, if you're normal, it may give you another thirty seconds, another minute of control. But Kegels alone aren't going to correct a a a real issue with PE. If you don't have it, it will give you some additional time to give you strength and even higher quality orgasms. So I would suggest anyone strengthen your Kegel muscles just because it gives you, you know, better muscle control and and even your flow of urine and everything helps you stop, start, you know, that kind of stuff. So that's a good thing. Then about 20 years ago, doctors discovered that SSRIs and people that are not medical go, what's an SSRI? It's a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor. They're constantly known as depression drugs, Paxil, Prozac, you know, Zoloft. They will help you last a lot longer. They will delay ejaculation, but they're off label. They're not cleared for... PE, mainly because they have dangerous side effects and dry mouth, nausea, uh, you know, suicidal thoughts. And in a lot of people, they lose their libido, literally will lose, lose your libido. So when I first took over this company, Ron, who was my best friend and who was the physician, the urologist, embedded the product, I said, I want to try all the products. I, I need to know how we stack up against everything that was out there. So I said, put me on a low dose 30-day thing of these. I think it was Soloft or whatever, because whatever you prescribe for PE, because I want to see how we stack up as a company against these other things. The first couple of days, I'm like, I literally could last an hour. And, you know, my girlfriend at the times is like, uh, she's tapping out like we're in an MMA event. You know what I mean? And I'm like, well, I did all this work. You know what I mean? Like, it's, she's laughing. But then after about a week to 10 days, it's like someone took my libido, put it in a garment bag and threw it in the back of the closet. Okay. I mean, the good news is I could last as long as well. the bad news was if a Victoria's Secret supermodel would have walked in and laid on the table and said, I'm yours. I said, I'll have a ham sandwich instead. You know what I mean? It was like... I was like, I said, I went to him, I said, I'm getting off this stuff. He said, no, no, you have to taper off. I'm like, this can't last forever, can it? I'm like, this is permit." He goes, no, 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 no. So like I said, those are, drugs are intended for people who have massive depression. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you have the side effect that they help you delay ejaculation. But some of the side effects that come with them, I'm not kidding you, I think might be worse than having P.E., you know, suicidal thoughts, loss of libido, you know, depression, you know, that, that kind of thing. So they are available if you're severe enough where you really want to address that. Then next came, I'll call them the cane family of products, benzocaine, xylocaine, prilocaine, a bunch of these other products came out, but they were non-eutectic. So they would numb you and numb your partner, but you would be able to last for quite a long period of time. But the whole idea of intimacy is not just to see how long you can last, is to actually experience pleasure and then eventually climax and have an orgasm. So I literally, you know, laugh because I go, well, you're, again, solving one problem but creating another, you know, your partner's numb, you're numb. So Ron Gilbert, Dr. Gilbert, decided when he was a urologist that people came to see him for prostate issues, he had many solutions. People came to see him for incontinence, he had many solutions. People came for ED, he had many solutions. People came for PE, he was like, well, there's really nothing good, try this. So he went out and developed Promescent, which was a PE spray, but he got together with the University of Georgia, the inorganic chemistry department, and they changed the crystalline structure of lidocaine from a solid to oil aqueous. When they did that, it penetrates the dermis or stratum corner, which is the outer layer of skin. So after applying the product within seven to 10 minutes, the lidocaine is absorbed. So the man maintains a much higher degree of surface sensitivity because the lidocaine is below the dermis. Thus, it also doesn't transfer to the female. So the two biggest issues of all these other cane family of products that were out there were the men losing the ability to have sensation and transferring to the female. And then Promesit was able to address that with this eutectic formula. And then we certainly patented it and moved forward and commercialized the product. And it's done extremely well ever since.
0: Well, I'm glad you talked about Kegel and all other strategies that people can use because I think like our, when we want to address kind of improve our sexual wellness, it's important to have range of different options available. So I think that's good. And I think the key to being a great lover is like being willing to be given. Because I exactly.
1: Feel- <laughs> and let me tell you something. Premature ejaculation is very complex and it can happen for many different reasons. And I would be remiss and I would never feel comfortable saying we're all things to all people. People that have a very slight issue but don't want to use anything, Kegels might get them that extra minute or two that really makes a difference for them. This is all about doing the right thing, okay? I feel that our product is the best thing out there for mid-level, harder core PE. Some people use it recreationally. They just want to last longer. That's great. But I never want to say, you know, someone says to me, what size of pants does that guy need? You don't go, here's the same size for every person. A guy's seven feet tall, a guy five foot two, they get the same pair. There's certain people that have portal premature ejaculation, meaning they ejaculate during foreplay. They may need a combination of a topical therapy like promescent, along with an SSRI. So what we want to do is be in the conversation. We want people to educate themselves. We want people to read our clinical studies. We want people to look at some of the testimonials and say, what best works for me to achieve what I need out of intimacy in my life? If it involves us, great. We're happy. If it doesn't, but they achieve what it is they need, even from, if you look on our website, you'll see, we discuss Kegels, we discuss everything. As long as people get what they need and they're happy, even if it's not something that benefits us, but they found it through us, they're going to say, this is a quality site with good information. They may refer their friends. They may buy some of our other products. But at the end of the day, it's about doing the right thing. When you have confidence in your company, you have confidence in your product, we know that a vast majority of people looking for solutions in this area, that we're going to be the answer. But that's all we want. That's all we expect. So to try to be all things to all people would be disingenuous.
0: Well, you know, you talked about clinical studies and I find that that was the selling point for me. I share, I know when we talk, I share with you that I got samples and sex therapy conference I went. And when you go around in the room, you get, I don't know, more than dozens of things yes. that are claiming to be different things. And I, But what was interesting thing about and kind of spray that I got was that they came with a journal study. I was like, oh, we did this study. So I was like, okay, now we ha- you have my attention because yes. I am very particular about like what, what I put in my body. So it was interesting that you guys had that scientific backing. Can you tell us a little bit about those studies?
1: Yeah. yeah. One of the things that I wanted to do when I set out with this company was to create an elegance to the product in terms of packaging, marketing, the quality of the manufacturing and everything. And we did that, we achieved that. The second thing I wanted to do was have the medical credibility. We actually are in the protocol of 2200 urologists in North America. So there's 2200 urologists, you go to see them, their protocol says specifically Promescent is the best product. But the way we got a lot of those, we got the first five, six hundred, and they were like, oh, this is great. But a lot of them were like, hey, we want to see some clinical data. So I got together with Dr. Ian Kerner and Dr. Kristen Mark of the University of Kentucky Sexual Wellness Center, which is a very highly regarded center. And we set up a uh, clinical trial. Number one, if you're going to do a clinical trial, it has to be IRB certified, okay? Because obviously, it's not IRB certified. You could be doing any wacko thing in the, in the world and coming up with some results that really aren't relevant. So that's the highest inter- international review board that really says to be viable, this is the criteria you have to meet. So we did set up an IRB certified clinical trial. Number two, you want to have it powered enough with enough people that it, if it's relevant uh, or you know, that it'll, it'll be statistically significant, meaning the group that is using your product is substantially has an increase over either a placebo group or over the prior or uses without the product. And one of the things that we were very, very happy and very impressed with that people lasted 64% longer on average using Promessa. Oh, wow. And that was very impressive because it doesn't sound like a lot, but someone lasting five and a half minutes, that lasts nine minutes. Hmm. Their partner's sweet spot might be in that six, seven, eight minute spot. You know what I mean? That kind of a thing. And it just, it it literally gave us an additional thousand urologists, even though they knew it worked, even though some of their patients told them, wow, I really love this. They were hesitant to put it in the protocol and really embrace it until they saw the clinic. Clinical studies. That's urologists. Clinical therapists almost universally will not recommend a product without having clinical studies. So we started going to it switch and ASEC and everything once we had those clinical studies. And people like yourself just immediately went, okay, I see a clinical trial. Oh, Dr. Ian Kerner, Dr. Kristen Mark, I know them. They are quality, okay? They're very highly respected. So as you know, those studies are not cheap, they are prohibitively expensive. But If you're going to do it right and you really want to have a long-term relationship with the medical community and the viability and the credibility of having that, you have to understand what they need to get behind your product. So for us, it was never a question. I was going to do it because if we wanted to be a first-rate company and we wanted to have respect and we wanted to be endorsed by the medical community, it was necessary. So it really opened us up to a whole new arena in terms of therapists, in terms of some other urologists, and even the average consumer doesn't know the difference between a clinical study and some paper done by, you know, some third world country, you know, dermatologist on a because I've seen it, trust me, and I'm like, what? And then you say to yourself, how can somebody possibly, because I've had consumers say, I'm so glad I bought this product, and I go, really? What have you looked at? Well, I looked at this one, they have clinical studies too. I go, no, they don't. And then they point, I go, that's not a clinical study, that's some guy, you know, in the It's a Dervatine, oh, I didn't know the difference, you know? And when you go to our website and you see photos and pictures and testimonials from Dr. Mohit Kira from Baylor and Dr. Wayne Hellstrom from Tulane, who is the president of the International Society of Sexual Medicine, and Dr. Larry Levine from Rush Memorial, these are the top sexual medicine experts in the urological community. They are literally on our website giving video and written testimonials about the quality of the product. But a lot of consumers, and this is frustrating, they'll go to another site and it says doctor recommended. It's a Getty photo. Of, it's not even a doctor, some guy in a lab coat. And I've talked to consumers and go, well, isn't that doctor recommended too? I go, oh, I go, you're telling me that you're looking and it says Dr. Wayne Hellstrom, you know, Dr. Larry Levine, Dr. Mohi Kira you know, chairman at Baylor and you don't understand the difference between a Getty photo. It just says doctor recommended. Well, I never really thought about that. You know what I mean? And so that's why we went to the clinical study so that people literally can say, whoa, whoa, whoa let me take a closer look at this. Let me read this. Then when you read it and go, wow, there's 158 people that did this exhaustive eight step clinical trial, and they came back with these results. And it's in one of the leading sexual wellness centers that gives you that extra layer of credibility that allows people to know, okay, not only does this product work, but this company spends a lot of money to prove to us, to literally get the efficacy validated by people that are known experts that don't affiliate themselves with products.
0: Well, I'm glad that you did that because I, for one, is just don't put anything in my body. Yes. <laughs> that hasn't been some studies on it because yes. I feel like people are taking all, making all sorts of claims that you mentioned, and then we don't know what, what is the real outcome versus placebo. But I think also you, you mentioned something interesting that like people can last up to 60% longer. And talking to many heterosexual couples, maybe that's not in every single relationship that's what the partner wants but I know that having the ability to last longer can be directly connected to the partner's confidence and how they show up in the bedroom that That's maybe even exactly. the right. Maybe the partner is kind of satisfied, but knowing that if I can, I can last this much, then yes. can boost your confidence.
1: Well, on our first date, when we had our phone call a couple of <laughs> weeks ago, you were laughing. I told you that when I'm talking to some guys, like even on our interactive chat, I've had guys say, you know, I last like 40 minutes. Now I need to last 90 minutes. (laughs) Excuse me. And I'll go, I go, Does your partners anything? And they're like, no. And I go, are you trying to pleasure or punish your partner? You know what I mean? Uh Like before you decide to last longer, I I think you need to have a conversation with your partner and decide if this is something you both need or that you have some psychological need to dominate somebody Uh that might not want to be dominated. You know what I mean? And that's why when you talked earlier about communication, think about it. We're very keen on communication with family and friends and fathers and daughters, fathers and sons and business associates and friends. How would we not be that keen on communication in the most important area of your relationship with your sex life? Okay. So before any man goes out there and decides he needs to last twice as long, he needs to make sure that's something his partner wants. Number one. Okay. Number two, You need to ask, even if you don't think there's a problem, is there anything that could give you more pleasure? You know what I mean? Because Mm -hmm. I think that, unfortunately, even though we're in 2020, there's still a stigma that men are allowed to express themselves a lot more than women, even from a cultural standpoint, depending upon, you know, ethnicity, religious background. And as a man, I think it is your responsibility to communicate very clearly with your partner, allow her, encourage her to be vocal and express Mm -hmm what she wants more of, what she wants less of. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a lot of women go, oh my God, i doing that again. i was sorry. But then they feel that, because the male ego is such a fragile thing, that if they were to say, I don't like the way you do that, the guy would be crushed. You know what I mean? And, before I took this job and became the CEO of this company, I used to think the most fragile thing on Earth was probably fine crystal or a Fabergé egg. It's the male ego. Okay, trust me. It, <laughs> the most fragile substance on planet Earth is the male ego.
0: I didn't know that. Like, to give credit to lots of them and I know they're, they, are, they are resilient to receive the feedback if you are delivering it in a thoughtful way. That's <laughs> it.
1: Well, when I do a lot of my interactive radio stuff where I'll be on a serious radio station, they have callers Lens or whatever, you're not going to believe us. Close to 50% are women. And every single time a woman calls, I know the exact question. I know it's coming. How can I bring this up without hurting his feelings or making him like, It's the craziest thing. So many women are suffering in silence and going, I wish, but if they go, hey, you need to last long, you know? So I tell them the same thing. Every woman, I tell the same thing. Here's how you bring it up don't make it specific, like you're, you know, pointing a finger or, saying something's insufficient say hey let's set up some 50 shades of gray night some fantasy night i'll get you a feather duster and you know you can dress up as sheriff bart and i'll be the saloon girl you know we can whatever and then and then buy some promessa and incorporate it into this whole theme like we're stretching boundaries you know what i mean and so that way you're not making it personal like hey you need to last longer it's like hey this is part of our fantasy suite And I tell this to women all the time to go, we need this in our relationship. I said, if you give it to a man one time, you'll never have to give it to him ever again. (laughs) Because if there's one thing men like, it's control. Mm -hmm. And think about this. A lot of times, if you go over a friend's house, you know, as a couple to do whatever, you're going to have game night and watching TV, the guy always has the remote control. He's like, I have the remote control. I always tell people. When you see a couple going out to dinner or two couples go out to dinner, the man is always driving. If I see the woman driving, I go, that guy either has a DUI or he had too much to drink already. You know what I
0: mean?
1: (laughs) Guys love to be in control. And when you give a guy the opportunity that instead of having that little guy on the shoulder going, not yet, not yet, no, 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 you know, all of a sudden, instead of his feeling mentally being, I better last long enough for her to finish is do so I want to give her one, two, or maybe three, you know what I mean? Then he's going to go, I like that feeling better than the feeling of anxiety. I love the feeling that I control the situation rather than this little guy on my shoulder walking on gate shelves. Oh my God, no, 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 not yet. Please hold on. Once guys have that feeling, they never want to have the anxiety again. They never want to have that doubt again. And there's so many people that use our product that will say, I didn't really think I needed it, but I did it. Just kind of check it out. No, I really like it. I go, yeah, that's the thing. And, that's you know,
0: awesome. It is. It's
1: crazy because think about this. Between Viagra Cialis, Levitra, Stendra, Trimix, and all the different ED medications out there, they sell $6 billion a year. That's not counting the counterfeits, knockoffs. Who in the world thinks that $6 billion a year plus another $6 billion in counterfeits are all used by guys with ED? That's insane. The erectile dysfunction drugs are a social phenomenon now. There are guys that are 50 that want to feel like they're 30. You know, There are guys at 30 that just go, if I can, instead of being 99%, I can be 100%. It's the same reason why non-professional athletes use steroids, why people get cosmetic surgery. They want to look and feel their best. So there are many reasons why people want the maximum of every area in their life. But I always tell people, talk to your partner. You may be addressing something that you think is an issue in your own mind. It's not an issue in your partner's mind. So- please have the conversation with your partner.
0: Well, Jeff, you you brought up such an excellent point. I know we're a little bit over time, but I wanna explore this with you because you said like playing it in a way to in fantasy. And to me, I always talk about incorporating play with my couples that I work with all the time. I love that idea of fantasy play. No one wanna have leftover sex, so like kind of having some fun can be wonderful. So if a couple are incorporating promiscence, Is that like if they're kind of doing oral sex after that, is there going to be numbness? Is it something that you use and then immediately you have to follow with intercourse? Tell us more about that.
1: You get the feeling of control that you use by using promessa. We suggest... The the effect will usually be in place five minutes, but depending on different body chemistries, it might be up to seven. That's why we say seven to 10 minutes after application, you can have intercourse or whatever. But that extra control will last for up to an hour in the average person, some people even a little bit longer. So you can literally, you, you know, apply it and then wait 30, 40 minutes before being intimate. Mm-hmm. If you're going to wait longer than, say, 90 minutes, I would reapply another, you know, application of Promescent. But during that first initial period... Generally speaking, sixty to ninety minutes, you still will have the effect of the lidocaine from promethic.
0: Excellent, excellent. So again, if it's last, like the play lasts ninety minutes, then it's definitely a good use, But they just need to reapply it. So or if you were gonna
1: have foreplay for ninety minutes, I would probably <laughs> after about seventy take a quick break, and then, you know what I mean. <laughs> right. If you don't need it during the first ninety, no use to put it on. You know what I mean.
0: <laughs> that is that. Yes. Yes. You can have it just for a in case. If yes. That, exactly. That Exactly. <laughs> so I bet our listeners are curious to learn more about your website. You said you have tons of good educational material, which is true. I check it out. They want to understand more about companies. Tell us a little bit more where they can have access to those information.
1: The uh, website address is www.promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T, www.promescent.com. So when you go to promescent.com, you will see all the different products, condoms, lubes, the delay spray, promescent delay spray, VitaFlux, woman's arousal gel. And then each one has its own product page where it'll talk about the product. It'll have clinical studies behind them. It'll have user testimonials. It'll have reviews. So each page has its own section that explains the origin of the product, the science behind the products, all those types of things. So what I always do is I don't say to people, go buy product at Promescent.com. I say to people, go to Promescent.com, educate yourself. Mm-hmm. Go to Promescent.com, see why or why not any one of these products might be good for you. Or you might find out that after going to our website that you want to try Kegels because we have a whole section on Kegels, how to do them, that, you know, that whole thing. You know, you may find it, well, you want to try because you think you have such severe PE that you want to go strictly with SSRIs first. There's a whole section that tells you about SSRIs. If you do buy the product, there are people like the physician, Dr. Anthony Belchunas, he's in Waco, Texas, that there's a video where him showing you how to apply the product, you know, that kind of stuff. So number one, we want to give you all options. If one of your options is one of our products, We want to show you the proper usage of it so that you get the maximum benefit from it. Because the last thing I want is someone buy the product and just go use it without really learning how to use it properly and go, I had an unsatisfactory experience. You know, I've had people that send me an email go, you know, I tried the product, but I really didn't get as much benefit as I wanted to out of it, you know, and what do you think? So I'll email them back and either through email or by phone, we'll have a conversation and I find out they didn't wait. They literally, and I go didn't you read this? Well, I didn't really read that. I go, well, you need to understand when you buy a product, read the directions. You know, I just thought if I sprayed it on, I go, the whole idea is it has to absorb, you know? Oh, okay. And then they'll leave me back. Wow. That makes a big difference. And I'm like, oh, so that's one of the reasons why we're not your typical site where you just go buy something. And some people said to me, you know, you might lose customers because they come on there wanting to buy and they start educating themselves and they get distracted. I said, I don't care. The main thing we need to do is have as many people not only use the product but understand it and use it properly. And that's why we're all about education.
0: Well, I love the videos that you have. I love the content that you have and I know that you're very passionate about educating people. And this was fantastic. Hopefully we'll have you in the future episodes and thank you for coming on.
1: It was my pleasure, believe me. And I can't thank you enough because we don't do a lot of advertising banner ads because there's no differentiation. Everyone has a banner ad. It's this kind of of instructive dialogue with someone who has a real rapport with their audience that gives us a chance to explain who we are and why we're different. So the pleasure is all ours, believe me.
0: I hope you enjoyed our conversation. I loved having Jeff on this episode because my experiences, my stories, my perspective is based on a female who is a cisgender coming from the background that I'm coming from. So I'm always excited to bring people from different backgrounds and gender on this show. And since we are talking about men's sexual wellness, individuals I chose, an expert I chose to talk about these challenges are men, not like women are not aware of male challenges, but I thought it would be interesting to highlight that perspective. At the end, I wanted to share with you guys that a few months ago, I curated this list of 101 ways to spice up your sex life. So if you haven't checked out that checklist, the link is in the show notes and the checklist is completely free. I'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening to Sexology Podcast. For more great content, visit www